welcome to the Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Steve Van Eiderstein. Thank you for joining me again for the daily reading of James Allen's Daily Meditations. This uh, this uh, book of Daily Meditations is a book comprised of James Allen's writings, um, but it was actually compiled after his death by his wife, Lily. Uh, I hadn't mentioned that in a while, just to, wanted to make sure that I put that out there. And... Um, yeah, we will be doing February 21st today, and I'm looking forward to it. The last couple have been about temptation and truth, and I, I have a feeling all this is going to really mix together and give us a a good conclusion here relatively soon, or maybe we'll go on for a while. I, I think it's a great subject matter, to be honest with you, so I'm looking forward to see what happens with it. So this will be fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning I have not read this prior to reading it on this podcast. So you'll get my genuine response, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading. And I'm just, I'm excited to see where today's goes. So let's get right into it. Um, James Allen's Daily Meditation for February 21st. Seek diligently the path of holiness. The giving up of self is not merely the renunciation of outward things. It consists of the renunciation of the inward sin, the inward error. Not by giving up vain clothing, not by relinquishing riches, not by abstaining from certain foods, not by speaking smooth words, not by merely doing these things is the truth found, but by giving up the spirit of vanity, by relinquishing the desire for riches, by abstaining from the lust of self-indulgence, by giving up all hatred, strife, condemnation, and self-seeking, and becoming gentle and pure at heart. By doing these things is the truth found. The renunciation of self is the way of truth. Mm-mm. What a! This is a great one to follow up, especially the last two about temptation. Um, oh, so good. I, I'll I'll uh, I'll expand as we go through it this time. I won't I won't give a header into this one, but um, seek diligently the path of holiness. I mean, and that's that's a good point right out the gate. You know, this is something that's supposed to be constantly pursued and looked for and searched for. You know, where can we improve? What is what is our current situation telling us about ourselves? You know, what, where, where are we showing up? You know, and, and when I say where are we showing up, like where am I being self-centered? I'm thinking about me and my own selfish ends, you know, or self-pity or, you know, any form of those manifestations of self. There's quite a few. And, um... So we need to continue to seek these. I mean, there's, this is continuous work. This isn't a, you're healed and you move on. Um, there's a lot that goes into this. And there's a lot that goes into maintaining a spiritual lifestyle and maintaining the progress that you've had. Because given enough time and a given lack of practice for long enough, you will revert back to your old ways. We are human and a lot of us are hardwired in a certain way. And um, when we don't check our selfishness, when our um, ego goes un, un, uh, challenged, 
we can spiral back out of control into the same mentalities we were in, the same vices we had, the same addictions, the same um, destructive habits. So it's important to understand this. Seek diligently the path of holiness, the path of spirituality, the path of truth, the path of good. All those are meaning the same thing right now. So here we go. It starts with the giving up of self. It's not merely a renunciation of outward things. It consists of the renunciation of the inward sin and the inward error. This is uh, going back to the temptation portion. And when he was talking about there's a desire in you that the temptation is playing to. And the, and he, what he's saying here is this isn't the... Um, changing of the outward appearance to achieve a certain goal this is a change this is a changing of your inward spiritual life that is what needs to be renunciated the inward sin the inward error why are we tempted by certain things why are we seduced by certain things why do we desire certain things what do they do for us What is the reasoning for it? And when we can take a look at that honestly for the things we want to bring into our lives and the things we want to do, it's quite um, eye-opening. And it gives us a, a quite extensive list of things we're going to need to be working on, which I didn't realize, right? Like, I thought if I stopped lying that... You know, problem solved. I mean, that's a good start. But, you know, we I, I spoke of it earlier um, on in this uh, podcast. Uh, and it was how when we change just the external without changing the internal, the external change will only be temporary. We can only fight our desires for so long. We have to look at the desire itself. Merely abstaining from practicing the action without looking at what's behind it is quite more often than not failure, all right? And that's been my experience with a lot of things. So a forced external change is almost always temporary if the internal work has not been done regarding why that outward change needs to happen. And why that outward um, behavior or object or person um, was so appealing to us in the first place, right? It served a purpose for us, whatever it was. And we have to look at why and what. And if we don't, if we don't do that, we don't resolve those inner conflicts and errors and inward sin, we're doomed to repeat them. We will only white knuckle this, resist it, um, abstain from whatever it is for a certain amount of time. He goes into some examples here, and I, I love these because it's not by giving up vain clothing, not by relinquishing riches, not by abstaining from certain foods, not by speaking smooth words, not by merely doing these things is the truth found. The truth isn't found just because those things have been uh, given up in your life. 
quite often, when you stop the action, I said this, I believe, yesterday or relatively recently in the last couple of days, when you stop the action or behavior using your willpower to stop, you'll get a pretty good look at why you do it if you're willing to look at that, right? If you're willing to be honest enough with yourself as to what purpose that behavior you're stopping serves and what's driving it, you can do a lot. And and stopping the behavior in and of itself can show you a lot. But that alone, again, is not the point here. If all you want is to be rich and you give up the riches and you give up the money, You'll just constantly be on the lookout for how you can do it in a justifiably spiritual way, right? Like, you, you'll you wonder, you'll find a way for the greed to manifest in a way that's more, um, that you've deemed more appropriate and spiritual and moral to yourself, right? So it just finds another avenue to pursue. Our minds are tricky. These things are tricky, He says, but by giving up the spirit of vanity, by relinquishing the desire for riches, by abstaining from the lust of self-indulgence, by giving up all hatred, strife, condemnation, and self-seeking, and becoming gentle and pure at heart, by doing these things is the truth found. And so right there, we have to give up the selfish intent, right? We have to give up the desire. We have to give up the underlying causes of why we want to bring that thing into our lives, person, action, situation. Why? You have to be. I have to, I'll, I'll keep it on myself right now because this has just been my experience. I have to be honest about why I'm doing the things I'm doing and what purpose is it serving? Is it fulfilling a part of me selfishly? Or is it something I genuinely want to bring into my life? Is it the decision purely without me in mind? Which is difficult to do. Because I thought about the world in the context of me for a very long time. So to change that seems difficult. But yeah, to be giving up the spirit of vanity by relinquishing the desire for riches, by abstaining from the lust of self-indulgence. That does the word lust usually commonly is associated with sexual lust, and that is one form. But like the lust for self indulgence, I love the way he worded that because self indulgence can be food, it can be, um, yeah, um, sex and relationships, it could be, um, just decadence in general, the lust for physical pleasure. However, that manifests. Self-indulgence. It says lust by abstaining from the lust of self-indulgence. By giving up all hatred, strife, condemnation, and self-seeking. By giving up the judgment you have of others. By giving up the um, negative thinking that you project out into the world, which eventually will be projected on yourself if it isn't already. And then becoming gentle and pure at heart. Becoming pure with our intentions and our motives and gentle and understanding and compassionate with those around us. Family, friends, co-workers, clients, patients. Um, 
all of these things. We have to have a gentle and pure heart. And he goes on to say, by doing these things is the truth found. When you give those up, when you, when you can get down to the causes and conditions of why you do the things you do, you can finally experience the truth. Because we can't experience, we've talked about it earlier, we can't experience the truth while we're in our own ways. While we're constantly just pursuing what is in our own personal self-interest. So that's quite a thing to remember. And it ends with a great closing. The renunciation of self is the way of truth. I guess that's kind of what I just said. It's when you move yourself out of the way, off to the side, and let God work his magic in your life, whatever that looks like. It's a blessing. And you can connect with that truth. That, yeah, whether it's God or truth or good or all of those things I mentioned, source, nature, all of this stuff. When you open yourself up to that connection and to be experiencing that. Because we, I think it was a couple of days ago we were talking about how truth needs to be experienced. And that's been true for me. That's been my own personal experience. So anyway, great reading again today for February 21st. Absolutely fantastic. Um, looking forward to tomorrow's and jumping on and reading with y'all. And again, thank you everyone for the support. Go ahead and like our Facebook page for this podcast, The Narrowing Path, Walking Spiritual Walk. Um, and uh, give us a like, give us a follow um, for all the newest updates and information. So thank y'all so much for jumping on again. I appreciate it. And until next time, thanks.